Maximize Your Influence is your podcast for the latest persuasion, sales, and negotiation techniques. Our mission is to help you influence on command, anyone, anytime, anywhere. Your host is the author of Persuasion IQ, Laws of Charisma, and the best-selling book, Maximum Influence. Now, your host, Kurt Mortensen. Hey, hey, welcome back, Maximizers. This is Maximize Your Influence, Kurt Mortensen here, Podcast 466, as we take that deep dive into persuasion, motivation, influence, negotiation, but today it's more the self-persuasion. I mean, hey, if you can't persuade yourself, you can't persuade other people. You can't lead yourself, you can't lead other people. You can call it mastery, mindset, success skills, millionaire psychology, whatever you want to call it. That's what we're going to focus on because you have to get the tools that successful people have. You'll see too many people throughout the day that are accomplishing more, closing more, selling more, persuading more, leading better. We've got to get the right skills. So we're going to sharpen the axe today and talk about some time management and productivity. We'll call them hacks on ways to gain an hour a day. Really? Yeah. The average person will admit, this is what they admit to, wasting one to two hours a day. So just being more focused, more engaged, more involved in your time management, in your productivity makes a big difference. That alone will save you an hour a day. So an hour a day, five days a week, so that's five hours a week, you're going to get for 52 weeks a year, follow my math, that's 260 hours divided by a 40-hour work week, six weeks a year. You'll just say you get an extra month a year to get done what you need to get done. We're going to go into four areas that'll make a huge difference for you. So I hope everyone's having an awesome week. Thanks for being here. Tell your family, friends, and enemies about the podcast Found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Google, social media. Check it out under Maximize Your Influence or go straight to MaximizeYourInfluence.com. Take your free Persuasion IQ assessment, see where you rank, and, and take a look at what you might need to work on. So I didn't do any travel this week, just finishing up on some projects, so that was a good thing. A few Zoom calls, a few local classes, nothing major. But let's dive into our persuasion blunder. Don't, don't, don't. So this involved me. This was very recent, going to a networking event. I was speaking at it, but there was somebody there I wanted to talk to. I wanted to get to know, I wanted to network with, that I felt I could learn something from, and I wanted to get to know this guy. So there's the blunder part. Maybe even I can be the ninja part. So what did I do? First thing I did... I got somebody they knew, liked, and trusted to introduce me. I borrowed their credibility, broke the ice, didn't need to start with resistance. So instead of using a football analogy, starting on the one-yard line, I start at the 50-yard line. It makes a difference. So I'll give myself a ninja introduction, borrowed credibility. Then I started to build my own credibility. The second thing I knew going in, and everyone needs to understand this, that slow is fast. Meeting it, putting in the time to listen, to get to know them, to find out what they are, find out what's important to them, what they're working on. You want to get right to the point and let's do business, let's do this. Why don't you buy this? You should do this. Putting in the time gives you more time. So I'll give myself ninjas for those. So got it going and I did the whole thing. If we were going to add a third thing, I was being nice. My body language, I had open gestures, I didn't make fists, I didn't fold my arms, I didn't do the fig leaf, 
Look that up if you don't know what it is. Kept my feet pointing toward them. Was shaking my head up and down going, uh-huh, really? Wow, tell me more. Very polite. I was listening. 10 points for me. I was doing it. I was conscious. I still work on it. Made a mental note not to jump in and prove my worth and what I've done, what I've accomplished. Listen, nodding, asking questions, good manners. The blunder here is that when somebody's nice or they listen, it doesn't mean agreement. You know, I listened. So they took that as not only a connection, you know, we built rapport. I got the phone number, I got another appointment, so that happened. But the blunder part that could have blown the whole thing on their end, and we see this with persuaders and salespeople all the time, even negotiators, when people are nice and listening and ask you a question does not mean agreement. I get a lot of people are quick to cancel and yell, tell you how wrong you are. I didn't call him out anything. He went right to a political event of the day. And I'm not even very that political, but I had an opinion. And he assumed that his opinion was my opinion, and I agreed with how he thought about it. I agreed how he saw the world. I agreed with his points of view. And not really. No, I didn't. And to most people, when there's disagreement, there's a disconnect. And if he was the persuader... It could have blown the deal with somebody that they're just getting to know, and then the person might focus on the differences instead of similarities. So just because people are nice and polite and they're listening does not mean they agree. Remember, the goal of persuasion is to persuade people how they want to be persuaded. So never assume that when you see that, that it's agreement, that they agree with your point of view about the competition, about a political event, which you shouldn't be talking about anyway. If you're talking to somebody one-on-one, if you don't know, what do you have, a 50-50 shot of offending them and upsetting them and repelling them? Even a group. You bring up politics or religion or or some controversial topic, you name it, you're going to offend half the audience. Half the audience will not agree with you. So why are you bringing that up? Now, if that's what you're persuading on, fine. Just persuade on that point. Those other ones, just leave them alone. Don't touch them. Everyone does not agree with you, think like you agree with you, and we make that mistake too many times. And that's the final thing with I want to talk about is those rose-colored glasses, they call it. We interpret the world how our brain works. If we're looking through rose-colored glasses, everything's rosy. And your brain will adjust what you see to make sense to your world. It's also known as a negative attribution bias, where when somebody does something negative to you, you, you look at through your world, what you do based on your personality, your style. I mean, it could be culture, nature, nurture, age. Your gender will depend how your brain is wired, political leanings. All those things will come into play. You persuade them how they want to be persuaded. And number two, careful that you need to verify what they believe, what they like, especially if it's about your product, service, or idea. Don't automatically assume because they're nice and listening that they agree with your point of view. Got it? Get it? Good? Work on it. I'm still working on it. It doesn't come natural to the human brain to be a good listener and sometimes even being a nice person and especially not wanting to jump in and put in your two cents, prove your worth. All right, that takes us to our geeky Scarly article. I believe I've mentioned this one before. This is Dr. John Grohal, the Society of Participatory Medicine. And Psych Central. Of course, all those links are at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. How do you use your limited time and brain cycles? So like you said, we're going into time management today, productivity, persuading yourself, getting more done. 
I mean, really, how do you accomplish two times more and half the time with a third the effort? I mean, that's what we're looking for. So he talks about where you get a jar and you have some big rocks, some sand, and some water. And the lesson is if you put the sand in and then try to put the rocks in, the rocks won't fit. If you put the water in, then the sand just won't fit. The only order you can do it is the big rocks first and then pour in the sand and shake it in and then pour in the water. Then you get it all to fit, meaning the big rocks first. If you do it in the right order in the right way, you'll get everything to fit. If you do it the wrong order the wrong way, you won't get everything done that you need to. You won't get everything in that jar. Now, let me tell you about an early mentor and we'll jump into the article. Jim Rohn he said something really simple. Wherever you are, be there. <laughs> because that's an incredible waste of time. Meaning, I'm at work, working hard. Oh, family wants to go to a picnic. So at work, I'm thinking about the picnic, what I need to do, get ready. But then at the picnic, I'm thinking about work and what I need to accomplish, what I didn't finish that day. <laughs> but if you're at work, be at work. If you're at home, be at home. If you're at a picnic, be at a picnic. Just saying, just putting it out there. So back to this article, it talks about brain cycles. That you don't have unlimited brain cycles or brain energy. In fact, every day you start with pretty much the same brain capacity as you had yesterday. They say you might lose a little bit for aging, but here's what's interesting. Didn't get a good night's sleep? You're down 10 to 20% capacity, and that's the start of the day. You didn't exercise? Knock off another 10%. It just keeps going down. So let's talk about brain cycles, what we should do, how we can manage more time. And again, as the day goes on, that brain energy for most people tends to go down. So they conclude with this article saying, every day you have to choose to let the little things go and not take up your precious, limited brain cycles, we call brain energy, worrying about them. The small things, the dumb things, it could be resentment, it could be getting even, it could be proving your worth, it could be fill in the blank. It says, be careful what you waste your brain cycle. I like the word brain energy better. So let's dive into these four areas that I want to use this brain energy, the brain cycle concept to get things started here. So ask yourself, can you manage your time better? Are you spending major time on minor things? There's four categories. The first one coming off the article is the brain. First of all, know your brain cycles. What's draining your brain throughout the day that's not worth it? You don't think straight, you don't manage your time, you don't accomplish things very efficiently or very fast. Now, another study I read says that we all have about a four-hour block throughout the day. We're cognitively, mentally, we're sharp, we're on it. For most people, like the study shows, it's in the morning time. But some people are afternoon people, some people are evening, late evening, whatever it is, getting up early in the morning. What is your four-hour block? We all have one. So figure out what that is, and that's the time to do the heavy lifting, the big rocks to get things done. Not a time to look at your email, think of your vacation, look at your stock portfolio, play a little game. That's not the time. That's the time to get things done. And that part of your brain, too, is teach yourself, learn to focus. You could train yourself to focus better. Tension spans are low, but if you could just train yourself to focus for 30 seconds and 60 seconds. I know as a professor, someone walks in the room, people taking a test, everyone looks up. Train yourself not to do it. Train yourself not to look at your phone when it buzzes. Whatever it is you need to do, train yourself to focus. It'll get easier and you'll be able to do it longer and longer. And along with your brain, know which task you can multitask. Working out, listening to personal development, you can combine those driving. Now, there are a lot of studies now that you can't really truly multitask, but little things like that when you can drive in a trance and listen to something for like jogging, you go on autopilot and focus on the audio are very important. 
Another one I add is successful people make quicker, faster decisions. Your brain will try to delay you. You want to be right, analysis paralysis. But start working on intuition. That's in charisma if you want to take a look at that. But intuition is a big piece of it, quicker decision. Basically, studies are pretty simple. Success rates between a quicker and a slower decision is about the same. So quicker, faster decisions. Otherwise, your brain's going to put it off. That is how it's programmed. When are you sharp? When are you not so sharp? When are you totally out of it? When can you multitask? When does your brain get fatigued? What is your four-hour block? When you can put in some of the smaller rocks, a five-minute rock, a 10-minute rock, or a grain of sand in your jar. Second one, I'll just call it your health or your body management. So we have our mind, which you talk about. This is your body. So what can you do? Take care of yourself. Listen to your body. Big one for me, and you can base this on numerous studies, is exercise. I don't have time to exercise. I'm so busy. Exercise gives you more time. You sleep less. You think better. You feel better. You have more energy. Your brain cycles are going to crank up. Remember, you lose 10% of your brain energy by not exercising. So that's a huge one. So I mentioned sleep, so maybe sleep less. I mean, how can we get you to save an hour a day? Can you do 15 minutes less sleep? Now, some of you are just extreme. You're just not getting enough sleep and mentally you're fatigued all day. Maybe you need more sleep. So sleep is an issue. Cut lunch. There's an hour a day for many of you. If you need to eat, you can snack throughout the day, eat a little something while you're working or listening to something. Maybe it's a healthier lunch or healthier snacks multivitamins, taking care of yourself, getting some sunshine, maybe even bare feet. People swear by that. So many things you could do to get yourself more energy instead of just sitting there all day long. So those are the first two, your mind and your body. So be aware of the brain, how it's working when it works the best. Your body, taking care of it. Sleep, less sleep, more sleep. Cut 15 minutes here, cut a half hour here. Maybe you need to add it. Because when you are tired, what did the famous football coach Vince Lombardi say? Fatigue makes cowards of us all. Meaning when you're tired, it's easier just to not do it, not stick to your goals, lower your self-discipline, fill in the blanks there. All right, number three, prioritize and plan. What's the saying? If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. (laughs) There's a lot of truth to that. And the saying is, don't start your days till it's been mapped out on paper or on a computer screen or on your phone or on a time management app, any of those. And so part of that is maybe it is creating a list, having a list. Now, do be careful of a list. The most important things in your life just don't make it on your list most of the time, like family. It might be children. It might be charity. It might be somebody you're trying to help out that might not come across as a fire, but those are the most important things. As you do, write them down, decide which ones are the most important. Maybe do A for the most important, B for the, I'll get to it, C, I can put it off. And as you do that, take a look at them. Are you going to do it today or delay? I mean, that's your big question. Today, delay. So what needs to be done today? And then prioritize those, the todays. Delays you can put off and look at tomorrow. Todays, we're going to prioritize those too. Then you can look at uh, delegate or just procrastinate. Maybe next month if I get to it. I mean, just kind of prioritize and plan. Again, plan it out on paper, on your computer, on your phone, somewhere before it actually happens. So this is an instant where it's okay to procrastinate. You have to. You can't get everything done on your to-do list. Now, you might be able to cross off all the todays, 
but not everything you need to accomplish. So as you prioritize and plan, can you prioritize to get to work early or stay late, get more done, especially in management? A lot of times you're out all day putting out fires. If you're not there early or late, you don't get much done. Maybe some of your 60-minute meetings could be 30-minute meetings. Maybe it's a stand-up meeting. They don't last as long. Is it a face-to-face or Zoom meeting? We know face-to-face is more creative. It's more connecting. There's more synergy. There's more energy. It's more fun. Zoom is better for quick getting things done. Don't have to travel. Don't have to go anywhere. Get everyone together. You need to decide on that. So as you prioritize and plan, you have to ask yourself questions. So if you get stuck, okay, is this an income-producing activity? Especially for entrepreneurs, you own your own business. Is this the best use of my time? And final one, tech. Apps, software. If this tech can eliminate something you're doing, simplify it, speed it up, so many things that you can do with tech. Now, part of tech is knowing when to turn off your tech, your cell phone, your laptop, and focus on the person. For example, repetitive tasks on your computer. Here's some amazing information. I like to use a foot clicker that can be programmed to any hotkey. So if I'm editing audio or video, and it's one I keep doing over and over again, I just hit my foot. In fact, they have three foot clickers to where you could have three hotkeys with your feet. Imagine how much time that'll take you never to take your hands off the keyboard. I swear by that. And I went back to the archives because I remember a study we talked about a while back. And I'll post this. This is uh, lifehack.org. It says, when you don't use keyboard shortcuts, or I'll add foot clicker. Foot clickers are even faster than a keyboard shortcut. If you don't use the hotkeys, the keyboard shortcuts, you lose 64 hours every year. That alone is going to save you time. Because think about it, when you got to locate your mouse, put your hand on your mouse, go up to the menu, pull it down and click on it versus hitting two keys or a foot clicker, that changes the game. Now, this is something you can learn. Most programs have them. In a lot of programs, you can just create your own. If you don't like their shortcut, you can create your own shortcut. And they've got a shortcut for pretty much everything. So instead of looking, finding your mouse, finding the menu, pulling it down, 64 hours a year. Use your tech. Find the app. Now, I know, I know, big complaint we talked about last week. Too many apps, too much software, way too much. Overwhelming. So an overwhelmed brain shuts down and usually takes a nap and doesn't manage your time very well. If there's too much tech, maybe one at a time, or you're trying to learn it too fast, you're onboarding a salesperson, that can be a challenge, but tech can be good but just take it a little bit at a time. What is that biggest challenge that you can do? So to review, your mind, your body, spend some time to prioritize and plan and use the tech appropriately. And sometimes it's appropriate not to, sometimes it's appropriate to turn it off. We can all work on this. We can all do a little better, accomplish more in less time. We all need that. Let's work on it. So pick a couple of things, apply it, use it. It'll make a huge difference in your success. And by popular demand, I'm going to hold over the InfluenceUniversity.com special, 65% off. This is hundreds of audios, hundreds of videos, all my book audios, archives, the persuasion software that persuades for you. It's all on there. Pretty much my life's work, all in one spot, 65% off. You can do the daily lessons. You can go right to your biggest challenge. You can use the library. It's all right here. But wait, there's more. So it's 65% off, that's less than 100 bucks for the year, but as a bonus, so not only get the discount, because it's a year-long membership, 
I'm going to give you a lifetime membership. So even if you only used it for a year, that's what, about a quarter a day. See, I'm reducing it to the ridiculous. A quarter a day to use it. So I'm giving you a huge discount. I'll gift you into the lifetime membership. The link, go to MaximizeYourInfluence.com. Click on the link there and you will see it. So again, thanks for being here. Share the podcast on social media. Learn to manage your time. Accomplish more. Become better. Learn to persuade yourself and influence others. And go out and persuade with power.